It's episode number four of the Justin and Kim podcast. Justin Potnier and Kimberly Chase. All right. Well, back to school is finally here. Kim, how yeah. did it go at your house? You know what? I'm pretty sure, like, kind of sure that they didn't have homework last week. Nothing came home <laughs> after two days. Um, they were really happy to get home, though. Like, yeah. it's, it was a little stressful the, the first couple days. But this is the big week now, Yeah, which is ironic because it's four days because it's a short week. And they have early dismissal. Oh, these kids. They're never at school. I know. It's ever, crazy. Ever, ever. But I know junior high, like for Ethan, it's been pretty crazy. They have to, you know, carry everything from classroom to classroom. They have yep. combinations on their lockers. Yeah. <laughs> It's a so, whole, whole nother ball game. That's a whole nother ball game. So we're we're slowly adjusting into that, but yeah, it was a good two whole days of whatever. Hey, if there were smiles on the faces at yes. the end of the day, we'll count it as a win, right? Yes, that's what I always say. As long as my kids like going to school, I'm winning. Because yeah. as soon as they don't, oh, it's going to be hard. It's, it's a struggle. Be super hard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially when they're this young, still, right? That's right. Yeah. And and to think too, like I know the first week, two weeks of school. It's exhausting. It is. Because it's like you're getting used to the new teacher. Yeah. You're excited to see your friends. So a lot of energy is expended that way. Yeah. It's uh, mentally draining. It which is. They haven't really had that for the whole summer, right? They're physically, they can be That's running right. off their feet. But mentally, like having to remember to do something. Well, And, <laughs> and also, too, like you're... You're having to get uh, maybe a little bit less sleep or maybe yeah. readjust the sleep schedule. Absolutely. That's probably not easy. Oh, I hit the snooze button so many times this morning because it was the long weekend, right? right? And I was like, oh, I just couldn't. And then, like, I blame it on them. Like, I'm like, I've been calling you guys forever, but yeah. I <laughs> really wasn't. Well, and that's the funny thing, too, is like getting getting back in the swing of things. Because usually I'm getting up at 4 o'clock yep. to, to do the yeah, morning show here. Early. But on the weekends... yeah. I just try and stay in there as long as I can. And I've, I've heard differing opinions on this. Yeah. If you are someone who gets up early, it's worth getting up for, do a nap later on, even if you know, you're not working that day. Gotcha. I just can't do it, though. It's too no. tempting to sleep no. in. No. So yeah. I do. And I'm not a napper. I feel worse. I do, too, for the most part. Okay. There's sometimes I hit a wall and I just need a couple of minutes. Right. But... The, I, I do that too Where I get up And I'm groggy I need another yeah. shower And then it's a whole yeah. Another ordeal I'm spending an hour Getting ready again <laughs> To do what? <laughs> to do what? Just to make sit supper. on the couch <laughs> Exactly Yeah so Anyway back to school oh is Back from a lot of the parents That we've heard from here At Mix 107 A lot of them have Positive things yes, to say absolutely Kids are getting back In the swing of things It's good Absolutely Absolutely. There was a lot of kids running the bus this morning, that's for sure. That's right. And another thing that uh, doesn't really have anything to do with back to school, but it is happening here in our community uh, with the city of Fort Saskatchewan, is they are having Celebrate Culture Days. Yes. I loved when I saw this. Yeah. So basically what they're doing is they're setting up in various uh, parks throughout the city and have different local performers playing each night. I love that. And it's absolutely free. Yeah. Love that. And, you know, even when the symphony orchestra came, there were so many people that took that in. I was amazed. And, you know, like when they perform, like these different artists perform in the city or, you know, there was that other lady that performed. um, Yeah. Was it Sinclair? Uh, yes, I yes. believe so. Yeah, you know it's amazing to see the people come out. I think we're just itching for stuff like this to do. We definitely are. And uh, so here's the how the schedule kind of breaks down for yeah. this week. So tonight, Tuesday, if you're listening to this on uh, Tuesday, September seventh, Josh Sahunta and uh, Stephen Soiree are yes. performing at Turner Park. 
Uh, you've got uh, Natalie Kelman and Josh Sahunta at 7 o'clock tomorrow on Wednesday. That one is pri- at uh, Price Alderson Park. And then on Friday, you've got the Celebrate Concert Series with Sebastian Barrera and Chloe Albert. That one will be at Legacy Park in the band shell there. Now, that's all great for this yeah, week. Yeah, that's it, wonderful. It, that's gives amazing. It gives you something to do every night of the Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Now, on top of that... On Saturday, there is a big performance bringing together a bunch of different bands. This is Ruben in the Dark, Chris Buck Band, so two very different musical styles. Yeah. There's a couple of other guests as well that will be there. Uh, Chubby Cree is going to be there, and they're all going to be performing together and having their own sets. And then at the end of the show, uh, we're going to have uh, Josh Jennings there from the Shell Theater, and he's going to announce the fall lineup for the Shell Theater. That is so exciting. It's exciting to know that there's actually going to be a lineup. That's right. That's amazing. I'm so excited about that. So just a live music yeah, quick note on the on the Saturday one. That's a 7 p.m. start as well at Legacy, Legacy Park. Legacy Park, yeah. I have a feeling that's going to be a massive turnout for that yeah, one. Definitely bring some lawn chairs. So I was thinking too. When we're talking about concerts. It's it's been forever since I've been to one, and I yes. used to go to concerts left, right, and center. Yes, um, it's part of are, our gig. It's part of our gig. What What are some <laughs> of your favorite concerts? What are one or two that come to mind? Whether you, it was time when you were in radio, or maybe a time before that, what are a couple that pop into your mind that were mind blowing? I love the Beck concert. That okay. was phenomenal. I've never seen so many young people just bounce around for two, three hours straight. <laughs> I was like, I was in awe of their energy as well as Beck's. Like, he's he's amazing. It wouldn't be young people anymore listening to Beck. It would be uh, some middle-aged <laughs> no, it folks. it was. It was like a lot of the university crowd. It was amazing. Oh, how long ago was this? Oh, this was only a few years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. And where was it? At the auditorium, the Jubilee. Jubilee. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 So that was a really good concert. Another Another one that was like really good, um, The Who. Okay, was yeah. amazing. And then I also did go to Audio Slave. I'm a huge Chris Cornell fan, so I saw him a few times. Yeah. But Audio Slave to me was the ultimate concert because they played Soundgarden, they played Rage Against the Machine, they played um, Temple of the Dog, right. they played Audio Slave, like all yeah. my favorites, and Chris Cornell right there, right? So that was amazing. I remember that one. I didn't go to that concert, yeah. but I remember people talking about it for a long time after. Years so after. So you know it's Look good. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, for for sure, because, you know, like I didn't get to see Soundgarden or Rage um, yeah. because the last time they came through, they, you know, canceled sure. because of COVID. But yeah. yeah, that was like the most amazing concert to me. I loved it. It was like getting three, four shows in one. Right. It was amazing. Very cool. Yeah. And you? So let me just pull on my cowboy boots here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So your hat's peeking uh, out. Uh, yes. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll start non-country. Okay. I, I mean, I've seen lots of great shows. I, yeah. uh, one that uh, definitely sticks out. Uh, and, you know, probably everybody in Canada has seen these guys at least once. But Blue Rodeo is fantastic. Oh, yeah, Like, seeing yeah. them sing yeah. live is great. Yeah. Jim Cuddy's still got that same great voice. He does. You can't miss with that. Classic. Um, another great one, I mean, Garth Brooks. Oh, yeah. I okay. mean, I, I, the, the one that stands out to me, I've seen him multiple times, but the one that was extra special was when he played the 100th anniversary of the Calgary Stampede. Because he hadn't played in many, many years. He right. wasn't on tour. It wasn't anything like that. Right. This was a one-off, huge deal. I don't know who paid for it. <laughs> it was some kind of oil-related thing, I'm sure. But they right. backed up the truck wow. to get him to play one night. Um, and that was just something real special to hear all those songs. Yeah. And another one that really stands out in my mind is I got to see, I believe this was the first concert at the new Rogers Arena. I'm okay. pretty, pretty sure it is. 
Uh, there may have been one little one before that, but it, it was kind of a, a big deal at the time because yep. it was the first one. Uh, Dolly Parton. Oh, Got wow. mom tickets for Mother's Day. We went Aww. to Dolly Parton. It was fantastic. Wonderful. And to get to, to, to see this lady who's still got the great voice right? and the charisma. Oh, my right? goodness. Where at, do they get this energy from? <laughs> at 70-some years old, yeah. just, oh, she was fantastic. Oh, wow. That would have been a great treat for your mom. That little standout. Actually, I was talking to Luke earlier, uh, Luke England, who works here at Mix 107. We were talking about uh, our concert memories. He, he goes to tons of shows as yep. well. And he, he was telling me about the Shell Theater and one of the, the fastest sellouts they ever had at the Shell Theater. Do you want to guess which song? Which show that was? Oh, I should know because I've been here long enough. But no, I'm no not going to even guess. Sharon, Lois, and Bram. No. Yes. I have that on vinyl. Well, <laughs> that was my first concert. Get out of town. I, right like, I like to tell people it was other things, yeah. like more mature bands. Right. But the fact of the matter is when I was like four years old. Mom took me to the Jubilee Auditorium. I'm pretty sure I was there, too. You, you'd yeah, have to. Yeah. Yeah. So, For sure. So Sharon Lois and Brown, one of the <laughs> fastest sellouts in the history of Shell Theater. Anything with kids really goes so quick. That's the thing. And I've noticed, um, you know, uh, whether it's the Wiggles or a bunch yeah. of these. Actually, that's a good question because your kids are still relatively young. Who were some of the the big live performers that they would have been interested in? Uh, well, we went and saw Tupi and Binu. Okay, they're yeah. like cartoon characters. They are, yes. Right. But so they were live stuffy mascot kind is of what thing. they were. Yeah, yep. yeah. We went and saw that. Um I'm just trying to think here. Like they were kind of like way after Barney. Yeah. So I don't know if there was a lot of like Teletubbies I tried to like not get them into any <laughs> No, I tried really hard to limit whatever I didn't like. Yes. Like because I don't want to watch the Secret Garden. Yeah. I, I well a lot of people were like that with Teletubbies was one. Yeah. The other one was Caillou. Oh, that kid Nobody so likes no, Caillou. Nobody likes that guy. No. Nobody. I, but I think the show's been canceled. I, I hope so. Yeah. 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 It, no. It thankfully ran its course. And then, of course, like once the kids get older, I find the mini pops. We went to that one in Sherwood Park at Festival Place there. And that's great because it's all the top songs. They yeah. know all the words. It's all the top artists. So I find that very fun. And it was so awesome. So after the show, my son ran down to the front. They were all running down for the encore. And this girl touched his hand. And oh. he ran back to me. Like this girl on <laughs> gave him a high five and said, I'm never washing my hand again. <laughs> it was the cutest thing ever. See, I didn't know that those mini pops toured. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. I, oh. I think it was a long time, like, that... I don't know. I remember them when I was young because yeah. I had, like, the vinyl records, but... Um, yeah, I don't remember the last time they did. I don't know if they do out west here a lot, but yeah. we managed to catch them in Sherwood Park, and it was awesome. It was sold out for sure. Because I remember you see um, you see the the, the infomercials yes! on TV. Yes. And the funny thing is, I remember reading an article. <laughs> I can't remember on what website this was, but it was an article talking about the, the most ridiculous mini pops Redos, okay. They're all cover songs. Well, yeah, and, and they have to be clean, right? So they <laughs> they clean these things up, and sometimes they change the lyrics. Yeah, and so it becomes a little bit ridiculous. A lot of the kids won't notice because right. they don't know the original song, or yeah. if they do, they don't put two and two together. But for adults, it's kind of funny to see <laughs> the most ridiculous edits that Mini Pops yes. have ever done. And uh, it's a good laugh. I'm going to try and find it. And, you and, and maybe I'll uh, track it down <laughs> if it's still around. But uh, they've definitely had some uh, some interesting remixes over the years. Yeah, I would not do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially po popular music has 
become a little more suggestive well, over the years. For example, so over the weekend here, I just downloaded Doja Cat's new album. Okay. But luckily, on the bottom of that download, you can hit clean. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like so she's not really singing in half her songs yeah. probably, but at least it's clean. Like at least I'm showing her, you know. Yeah. Here's one version. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> she knew all the words, so I'm sure she knows all the bad words as well, but not not because of me. That, well, these are the interesting things that we get with the new technology age. Right, absolutely. You get the option, at least. Yes, thank gosh. Uh, so, now, talking about concerts, I know I had uh, Stephen Soiree in my backyard yeah, a couple of weeks so ago. Yeah, that is incredible. The pictures turned out awesome. We Everybody had a great time. Good. It was awesome. I know that you have a live performance in your neighborhood coming up. I know. Harold actually came... Um, at the beginning of the year, um, and did a like a we did a block party. So Harold's last name, for those who Ry- don't know, Rice R- Rexstein. Rex, I, I can't it's love a, you, Harold. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a German last name. It, yeah, he's great. Yeah. And if, he, if you're living for it, Saskatchewan, yes, you know you who we're know talking who about. Who he is? Yeah. yeah. So he's actually the neighbors two doors down is throwing another block party. So he's coming on Saturday nice. to entertain Forest Ridge, and yeah. Uh, yeah, he puts on a great show. Everyone pulls up with their. With their uh, lawn chairs and... And not only a great singer, which he is. Yes. Instrumentally, fantastic. Like, he's a great guitar player. I know that we were on location at Straight Line Dodge uh, a couple of weekends ago. And the songs he was playing and just with the pedals and everything, he... He is really, really good on the instruments. Yeah, he's really talented. And I'm so grateful that, like, Stephen and Harold, they came up with different ways of getting that music out there and mm-hmm. entertaining people. Like, these driveway things and backyard concerts, this is amazing. Like, we need this in well, our lives. Well, I think what we're going to see is maybe these things become a little bit more popular. Yeah. Because for a lot of people, they didn't know they existed. I know in, yeah. the, in the country music world, there used to be a thing where if a, an artist would be coming to town and if they were staying for a night or two nights or whatever, um, you, know, you could try and throw them a few hundred dollars and maybe they come do a half hour at somebody's right. house. Yeah. Or maybe they throw them a lot more money than that. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're talking, you know, Canadian acts, mid-tier acts that, yeah. that would do that, even higher acts, yeah. uh, just to kind of get out there and, and uh, practice for a night or whatever. people excited. Like, we, gone are the days where you can go to the, a club a mystery club and see the stones. Yes. Like that doesn't happen very often. I think it happened in, was it Newfoundland? Somewhere out east when they did their East Coast thing, they showed up at a bar. But for security reasons and things like that, you just can't do that. That's right. So gone are those days. So this is another way to, to, I don't know, interact with these artists. Um, And it's more, you know, like us talking. Like it's more More casual. Yeah, for sure. And the thing that I always love, too, is is getting to hear stories behind the songs. And sometimes Mm, artists don't have time at a show or it doesn't fit the flow of the show. For them to be able to talk about the background behind a song, right? But if you ever go to songwriters round or a guitar pull, to hear the the spark of an idea that led to a hit song, yeah, there's nothing cooler. Yeah, I absolutely. Find. That's that's what I always look for. And if I had a good memory and could remember what these artists say, like Burton Cummings came to Shell Theater too, yeah. and and had all these great stories, and I don't remember. Well, see, that's the awesome thing, too, about the Shell Theater and the kind of venue that it is, because that lends itself to more of a songwriter-type atmosphere. It was. It was a really good show, yeah. Many of them are there. And I guess we should also mention, as we were talking about 
Josh Jennings from the Shell Theater is going to be announcing that fall lineup, and I'm excited to see what he, yeah. he says. Me too, me too, because we've been waiting, and you know, I feel really bad for these venues that that's their yep. whole livelihood and their what they do, and just trying to fill that space, and with all the COVID and the back and forth, and you know, yep. I just feel bad for them, like. I, we're all missing out, Josh. We're all missing you. <laughs> That's right. Well, <laughs> it's got, been a long time. Got to talk to him last week on the show, and he told me that he is scheduling two to three years in advance right now on these artists. Well, and that's why when, when COVID hit, like, there's so many cancellations, and it's not just us. It's the Camrose, Lougheed Theatre. It's the festival St. Albert it's Arden Theatre. All of yeah. them, yeah, yeah, like, are all greatly affected by it. And, you know, once one cancels, it's just, you know, like a domino effect. Right. And So it's the amazing thing about you know these venues is the caliber of artists that they're able to bring in that's for right. us we had tom cochran we had um, bare naked ladies yes yep. uh, jan arden um sass jordan we had so many great artists in the last little while here um that i've been here and it's great that they can be like right here in the fort i find that really cool well it'll be interesting to see i would imagine that we're going to see a strong contingent of canadian artists yes for the foreseeable future yeah. because and that's good because yes. then it's supporting um our own economy a little bit more because you got to yeah. think that with these artists it, it's not just the artist that shows up at the venue right. it's a band totally. it's a road crew yeah. it's a manager it's a lighting director it's all these kind of well, people well you don't want to mess with i think like the whole border thing and we need to support people in our own backyard first so i yeah. think that having these this concert series all week here um celebrating culture is great and yeah. showcases the beautiful music that we have um that shell theater supports and that our city supports and that we support as well. And the great thing about the concert series this week, it's absolutely free. All yeah. you, literally, all you have to do is grab yourself a lawn chair, bring a little snack if you want, thermos. set up. Or a thermos, <laughs> yeah. I, not that we endorse that kind of no, thing. No, that's true. But, uh, yeah, we we know what everybody's doing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so then you, you can set up in the, in the, uh, in the park there and yeah. just enjoy a free night of entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. So looking forward to that. And uh, also, let's talk about our one good thing for this weekend. Well, my good thing was Shell Theater announcing the fall lineup because I'm so excited. I, yeah. I love going to shows. Um, there's so many talented people. Um, Matt Anderson went and saw him. Mm-hmm. You talked about pedals. Oh, my gosh. This guy is like... Yeah. Like a phenomenal. Anyway, so that's that was kind of my good thing that I wanted to bring up was just this great showcase and just the fall lineup. I'm so excited that we're getting back to live music. 100%. Yes. Now, Kim, have you ever been to the Gibbons Garage Sale? I haven't, but I heard it's like the biggest one. It is. I believe it's Alberta's biggest community garage Did sale. Did you go? It's coming up this weekend. Oh, well, maybe I will. That's right. So uh, talking to Stephanie Peters from uh, the town of Gibbons, they are set to go on Saturday from 9 to 5, rain or shine. And so there's about 6,000 people in the town of Gibbons. They almost double their population for this day. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> they get people from all over the area to come in, not only as uh, people looking for great bargains, but, but vendors also vendors. Too. Yeah. So they have all set up along Main Street. They have uh, a map uh, printed out of different addresses through the community. Wow. And talking to Stephanie, one thing that I thought was that, you know, considering COVID, a lot of people were cleaning out their house and, yes. and kind of uh, doing this massive spring clean. 
there could be some real gems here. Yeah, there could be, for sure. So you can check that out with the no town-wide garage sale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine how many early birds? Oh. You have twice as the population coming. My grandpa was an early bird. Oh. He, he, he was, we were cruising in the truck on a Saturday, just waiting, cruising, <laughs> waiting, cruising, right? back and forth. Is it forth. 8 o'clock yet? Is it 8 o'clock yet? You see a little something that you might be interested there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So th- this is going to be awesome. And if you really want to see uh, kind of a, a small town come together, this is going to be something in Gibbons. Uh, the uh, Gibbons Garage Sale Townwide, Saturday, September 11th from 9 to 5. That's great. Kim, anything else you want to bring up this That's week? That's about it. All right. We'll be back again <laughs> next week with more on the Justin and Kim podcast. Have Bye. a great week.